Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Welcome back to Welcome to the World Tomorrow. And with always my co-host, Mr. Jim Strangepork. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good, Admiral. How are you? I'm good. Wait, did I say who I am? No, I did not say who I am. I'm the Admirable Admiral, and it's my co-host. Who doesn't know who you are? I, I don't know. Some people. I don't know. They should meet you. Yes. All right. So, Jim, uh, what do you want? you want to tell the folks what we do here? Absolutely. We do a Futurama podcast. For those of you who aren't aware, Futurama is a great cartoon show uh, for adults from the late 90s and until pretty recently. Uh, And we go through each episode. We sit down. We talk about it. We share our favorite jokes. We go over, over, you know, things we want from the future and so on and so forth from one of the greatest cartoon shows ever made. Wow, that's that's pretty hard to to go after that, but... I know, now we've got to live up to that. I know. Uh, I so, episode four, season one, Love Labor's Lost in Space. <laughs> Did you like that reference there? Yes, I think Shakespeare himself would love it too. Yes. Uh, so, original air date, April 13th, 1999. Um, Did you catch the opening uh, credit that they had? Do you remember what it was called? Oh, the little, uh, the subtitle. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch it. Presented in BC, brain control, wherever available. Nice. I was like, <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, and also, the opening cartoon, since you decided you like to do this, so I'm going to start doing this, Bugs Bunny. That's right, the Wacky Wabbit, I believe, the first one with Elmer Fudd. Yes. If I know my Looney Tunes history. Of course. Of course. All right. So, what about this cold open? We really you. I like cold opens too, but this is really weird of a cold open. It's not Fry or anything. It's Leela on a date with this gentleman that we presume is a nice guy, and she's like, you know, you're not like other guys. People will be turned off by my one eye, and he's like, that's weird. And you should check out these dinner mints. And then the lizard tongue just out of nowhere. And I love her response. Ew. Yeah, freaks out at the lizard tongue. Right. And it just cuts straight from that into the opening credits. I love that. Right. And then what about, uh, was oh, the next day she's at the office and they go, so what did you like him? I don't know. So I'm thinking about a lizard tongue. <laughs> and I love Zoidberg's explanation here of why, of why she doesn't, it's because the female will, will drop her eggs and then be gone. And a male will come in. I'm like, really, Zoidberg? Zoidberg only gets two scenes in this entire episode, and he steals the show, in my opinion, for that. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's the best. He does. So we get to, um, we get to. So they say they're going to take Leela out, you know, to go ahead and show her and find a man. So um, I love how they're all like, I love how, uh, I love everyone's response. So they go, Amy goes, where do you want to take him out? The Federal Sex Bureau, Saucy Puppet Show, the Rotting Carcass of a Whale. Yep. <laughs> That's true. I guess Zoidberg gets another one. Yes. I I was too busy laughing at the Federal Sex Bureau thing. (laughs) Right. Why would they have that? That's the real question. It's good. Because you need one, man. You need one. Who doesn't need one? 
I don't know. It, it, maybe it's just me, but whatever I heard, whatever I, whatever I heard Saucy Puppet Show, I was like, that's that's Jim, just all around, all over there. <laughs> Didn't we go to one of those at one point? I'm pretty sure. We I don't want to talk about that at one point. Where <laughs> we the don't mus- talk about Cincinnati. Where, where where the where the musicians started to thrust in my direction. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a night. Yeah. Oh, uh, so then we go to the hip joint. Which I like. I guess you would call it a 1980s, 1990s kind of retro thing. I guess. Seems like a 2080s kind uh, of joint. I guess. Yeah. And, right. and, a, and a wonderful pun in the name. Yeah, the hip joint. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then I love how Fry's like, "What? Why is everybody wearing these, these, these rings? Oh, because they're not cool anymore. But I find them cool. And I love this. I want to do my most horrible Australian accent impression right now." Did, did that guy just say that rings were cool? No. Ah, oh, cool! <laughs> like, I'm like... What? Okay. We're but, in Mossy in New York. In yeah. New York. Yeah, I know Mitch listens to this. Mitch, one of my friends from Four Finger Discount. How's it going, buddy? Uh, he said he might do a crossover episode when we finally reach the Simpsons and Futurama cross episode. He said he might come in and do that. Which I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, so, so then we get to um, Leela trying to find a man and Bender using his quote unquote gaydar, um, which I was like, really? Okay. I love how he shoots down gaydar. It's just like, oh nope, he's gay. Oh, he might be going. Every, every single guy on his gaydar is gay. Maybe there is a gay weather balloon interfering. <laughs> nice reference. I got that one. And then Zoidberg falls in love with a lobster. That was amazing. I love my, my favorite part of that scene too is when they give Zoidberg his drink and he goes to snap it with his lobster claw and just knocks it over after he tried. Love that. Was that a Bloody Mary? Probably. I don't know, but it was amazing. Just watching like, oh, <laughs> right. Love that. And and then uh, then we get Fry meeting uh, a girl from the 21st century. And I love her response. Remember when those cy- cyborgs took over the human race? Yeah. Isabel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then um and then uh they they start leaving and then I love how um Amy leaves with this gelatinous gaseous person, which that's Billy West's voice by the way. Did you catch that? I did, yes. <laughs> um and then uh Zoidberg leaves with the lobster. <laughs> did he buy the lobster or I mean like I don't, I don't know. I don't Maybe know. he went swimming for her. Maybe, and then uh, and then Fry uh, leaves, uh, gives Bender some money so he can go, go see a saucy puppet show, so he can have the apartment. Um, and then uh, and then the I love the janitor here, which I'm kind of we haven't met Scruffy yet, which I'm kind of surprised to be honest with you. I feel like this is, I feel like this would have been a good injunction for Scruffy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, and I love how I, I was like, oh, what's a beautiful girl like you doing? Oh, my God, you've got one eye. I thought you had two eyes. Sorry about that. Like, I was like, really, dude? Really? She's obviously hurt. Nobody wants her. Like, like that's horrible to do. I love that. I love that joke. Yeah. And I love how they start talking about uh, uh, Leela's sex life and about everything. And I love how the professor walks in and goes, yes, 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 we can stop there. But now I have some good news everyone 
And I love how Fry goes, wait, a delivery? Like, I was like, I wrote this down. I was like, this is Fry's first, like, or second delivery that we see that he's excited for. Like, because the first one was the moon, so this one he was excited for about it. So I was like, wow. I was like, it was nice to see Fry, like, actually happy about work, I guess. That's what I thought. Yeah. Enjoys his job. Yeah. And then I love how uh, I love how the professor goes. No, a tax deductible. What did you say? A tax deductible job or something? Yeah, like mission or something like yeah. that. And he flips the switch, and and a hologram comes up. Uh, and I love how the computer goes. This is Vergon Six. And the professor just goes. This is Vergon Six. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Amy's response. Well, duh. <laughs> Uh, uh, I didn't catch that. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I yeah, laughed hard. I noticed now. that. That's funny. Uh, and then I they watch it. And then they uh, and then the professor t- kept talk, kept mentioning animals. And then Layla's like, animals, animals. Uh, what about animals? Yeah. And then he's all like, well, <laughs> they were animals. Yeah, they were kind of about dark, dark matter and mining stuff out, and now the planet's gonna explode. So what about the animals? I didn't say anything about any animals. Oh, okay. And all the animals will die. <laughs> Which is funny, because Leela keeps interrupting him, but really, had she just let him go, he would have gotten, like, you know... Quicker to the animals. Yeah, he would have gotten to it a lot faster. He, he, like, he, if he just said they were all going to die, she'd have then asked him why, and yeah. then he'd have to go through all that. So he just got there in one story. She needed to be more patient. And then what about the what about the joke where, um, where it's, uh, that they have to go get two animals, like Noah's Ark, and I love Bender's reaction to this. Why, wait, why two? And then Leela's whispers, oh. and he laughs like so, like, like childlike. That's what made that's what made the joke so hysterical. Is because <laughs> them having to explain sex to Bender. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then uh, and then they get on the plane to go to Vergon Six, and I love how Fry and Bender here are just talking about Leela, what Leela should have kid and a guy, you know, blah blah this, and then they turn around and go, oh. Oh, hey, Leela. And they go, can you guys stop about this? You know? Well, here, here's a fork if you, you know you want to poke his eye out. And uh, and then all of her response is, no, it doesn't matter how many eyes a guy's have, unless it's less than five. <laughs> uh, and then she starts talking about, oh, that, that's a nemesis. That must be Zap Brannigan's ship. And I love Spry's response. The Zap Brannigan? Who's the Zap Brannigan? Like, yeah. I love that because <laughs> he's the audience in this in this scene because he's you know he's still he's yeah. he he's like four months out I guess from the future so he doesn't know everything about everything so that's what I liked about it I guess that was a joke that made me laugh is he was like wait what I don't know this um and then also we get to the point where we where we cut to Zap's ship and I love his he's like ooh Valor. <laughs> Captain, there's a ship approaching. What should we do? Destroy it! Ooh, I like the way that feels. Yeah, like, just so enthralled in his uniform. I know, I'm like... A little man skirt. Like, really, Zap? Okay. Uh, and then I love how he's going on this chess speech. Like, he's like, oh, this chess, blah, blah, blah. Adversary. By the way, sir, they've docked with us. Oh! <sighs> Let me know if my wicker chair survives and send it to my P.O. box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then another one of my favorite jokes, he goes... Uh, Zap Brennigan's Big Book of War, and it's a Dr. Seuss type book. Like, yeah, I love that. That maybe it's a missed opportunity for uh, for merchandising, right? Merchandising, merchandising. 
a nice reference that some people will get, but others won't. So yeah. Um, and then uh, so he just goes, he goes about this chess speech, and then he meets Leela, and he's like, "Wow, you're really beautiful." And then the, I, I forgot that she like kind of is infatuated with him the first time she meets him. Yeah, she's kind of an admiration of him. Like I guess you know when you just see the face, you don't actually hear him talk. Right. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. Exactly. And then we get to the point where um, where where he's like he's like I saw three or three or four captains more lovelier than you, but one more deadly. Like I was like, I don't want to know what happened with that captain. Then like, okay. She must have had something to do with that kill the killbots. Yeah, probably. Maybe the killbots. Maybe it was the kill. I sent wave after wave of the men of them, and I like how Bender's like. A human day for Killbot kind, but we'll make more Killbots. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then I love how, I love how they're eating dinner, and uh, I love how Lilo's like, "Hey, Zap, can I ask you a question?" Yeah, I will send wave after wave of, of anything you want, my men at it. We want to go down to Vergon Six. No, it's Brennigan's law. It can't happen. I, I gotta interrupt. Now, my favorite thing in that scene is when he he says that he'll send wave after wave of his own men at it, and then goes, "Isn't that right, man?" And he, it's just very silent. And you're, "Screw you!" <laughs> you know that's John DiMaggio's voice. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's almost Bender. It's like a lighter version of Bender's same voice. Yeah, at first I thought it I was Bender. Like at first I thought it was Bender. Then I went back and listened to it. And I was like, "Oh, it's not." Like I thought it was. Yeah, uh, and then I love how they they take him away because Leela's like, "Well, I'm gonna do it anyway," and he's like, "Take her away, man!" And I love how Fry's like, "What are they doing? They're taking us away. Can I get this wrapped up?" And I love how Zap just looks Can at I get this to go. Yeah, I love how yeah. he just looks at Kiff and Kiff's like, "Oh," which I guess Kiff is like the reverse Mister Spock in a way. When you think about it, he's like passive aggressive toward Captain Kirk in this scenario. Which I kind of find kind of funny. Like he's just done with it. He's like, "Fuck, just, oh, just kill me." Uh, and so basically, Kiff is a reverse Mister Spock to cap to to like Mister Spock in this scenario. He's like very passive aggressive towards Zab Brannigan, which is hysterical. Um, and then I love how they go so to frustrated, right? And then I love how they go to observation deck, and and he's like, "Kiff, follow me." Oh, and he looks up and he's like, "Oh." Yeah. Yeah, and then they go to the observation deck, and he's like, and he starts talking about how what's he gonna do to seduce Leela, and he's like, "Are you sure she's a woman this time?" Yes. Good. (laughs) Like, what happened? I mean, I think we all know what happened. Yeah, we don't need to know what happened. We don't need to know what happened. We don't need to know what happened. So then I love how uh, I love how. Kiff refers to him as the jackass. The jackass yeah. wants to see you in his quarters. And well, he says w- about uh, have the boy lay out my clothes. The boy, sir, you, you lay out my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's exactly. And then he's like, and then he's like, oh here, you know, blah blah blah. This, uh, he's like, I want you to wear this, and it's just a bra and leather uh, boots. That's it. I'm like, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Great, great for negotiations. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, and then you see you come in and you see Zap in his velour bedspread, 
Um, and then after that, you really get to, they get to, I said, some sort of negotiations in a way where Zap basically tries to sleep with her and then cries. Right? Yeah. And, then, and then Zap's just like, well, just leave, whatever. And so I guess she gets pity sex. That's essentially what it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I love how he's like, he says, you know, you're erotic. What? Erotic! <laughs> and then Kip's... <laughs> Banging on the <laughs> Yeah, he's like... <laughs> that was hysterical. Uh, and then it cuts back to Bender and Fry. They're like, hey, Bender, if you just bend this door, this steam, this steam pipe, we'll get out of it. And I love how they open it up. Oh, it's full of steam! I was like, what did you think was in it? I love that. My, my favorite part of that is that when they come back to them later, they're just sitting there in towels. I have no idea where they got towels from. Like, did they just go to the guards like, hey guys, can we get a couple towels while we're in here? My question well. is, why is Bender wearing a towel? That's the other question. <laughs> oh, Robot secrets. Oh, okay. Um, and then they say, and then uh, I love how it's the next morning. And she wakes up and she screams. Um, and then he's like, she tries to leave and he goes, hello, lover. Which is, by the way, everything I, er, er, I say that to all the women that, you know, stay in my bed. Hello, lover. Yeah. It, it's really weird when Tesla says it. Like, when, 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 we're, when she's getting ready to leave or something, he's like, hello, lover. And I'm like, what? Did you just speak? And then I realize it's a dream. So all of this was a dream. So I never say that at all. Yeah, yeah. That's so that true. sucks. Damn. So there's probably everybody listening to me and laughing and saying how horrible a life I have. So, yeah. Uh, at least I'm not Zap Brannigan. Nothing like some self-deprecating humor, right? Exactly. Exactly. And then I love how... I love how he's like, go ahead, until the craving sets in. And then you want that sweet, sweet candy. And it just is fat. It's just... It's just... If you could if you could take Captain Kirk in his later years and just take off his shirt when he was wearing the green outfit... Because literally, if you go back and watch the original series, when he wore the green outfit, that's when William Shatner started to get fatter. Just take that shirt off and have him all like, ooh, all sexy-like. That's Zap Brannigan. Yeah. That's the best way to describe it, is that Zap Brannigan. So they go down, and they they get Fry and Bender out of the uh, brig. Um, and then he comes back, and he's like, Kiff, I've made it with a woman. Inform the men. <laughs> like, do you not make a... Announcement needs to be made. Like, yeah. Apparently. Does that mean he gets to, he gets to check off of that bridge to make it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, and so then... Uh, the captain has made it with a woman. <laughs> with a woman. <laughs> um, and then we get to... Uh, then they get to Vergon 6. And I love how they land and they're like, okay, the planet was supposed to explode two hours ago. So let's get started. <laughs> I love I love that. We're already out of time. Let's go. Uh, and then they check, they get the snake. Bender gets eaten by the snake and just drags the snake off, just walks with it. And I like the windy shrimp. That made me laugh. Yeah, it's blowing off. <laughs> when Fry, like, cries, it catches it, and it Some stops. Some of the names of animals on that list were just so wonderful 
like great puns. I didn't see all of them. Did you catch any other uh, ones besides the three? The Molotov Cockatoo was one of my favorites. What? The Molotov Cockatoo. And there's one, I forget what it was, but I looked it up, and it was like a reference to a, an actress, and I don't know who the person was. Oh, but Mol- Molotov Cockatoo? Yeah. Wow. I like the four, four-legged four mimic. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, when, when Fry can't figure out which one's Lila. Yeah, and he throws the net over Lila, which I guess this is where you can see Fry start... So, I'm not Fry starting to get stupid, but you can tell how stupid Fry is, I guess. Yeah. So, and then I love how uh, she finds Nibbler, or I'm sorry, not she hasn't named him yet. She finds yeah. she finds the animal, soon to be known as Nibbler, and he's nibbling on. I guess you would call it a peach pit because that's what it looked like to me. A kind of a big nut of some sort. Yeah. So he's nibbling on it, and she goes, "Ooh, I'm gonna call you Nibbler." And I love how Fry and uh. Bender before she names him is like, ooh, can we grill him? Oh, blah, 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 this. Oh, can I wear my Larry's apron? He's like, no, we can't do it. And she names him Nibbler. And I love how Bender's just like, I'll get the grill. Like, <laughs> yup. And then, I love Bender and his willingness to cook anyone. Right. And then what about that rolled top door? Because that does great in space. Like, that's airlock seal right there. Is that right? Uh, they just put him in with the other ones and he starts eating all the other animals, which. Is hysterical. It's that, so great to see like a tiny little thing devour something bigger than him. Everyone always wants to cheer for the underdog. When you see it in nature, it's so great. That's what Tesla is. He fights all the big dogs at the big dog park. He right. he fights them all. I mean, I, I don't like you know force him into dog fighting competitions. If the dog yeah. comes too close to him, he 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 shoes them away. We do not advocate for dog fighting. Only saucy puppet shows. Yes, and with the rotting carcass of a whale. That's right. Yes, and the Fucking sex bureau, man. the federal sex bureau. <laughs> um, and then I love how uh, I love how they they um, they they uh, what was the other one? Her her hermaphrodite flingos or what was? Yeah, with like two clearly male and female heads. Yeah. And I love how they put it in there, and they're like, wait, where'd all the other ones go? And the Nibbler just eats it, and it cuts away to their reaction, which is priceless. <laughs> and they're all like, oh, God, oh. And then he just eats them, and he's like, oh, well, I guess I know where we went. Did you know that, That uh, by the way, when we remember we were talking last week, and we couldn't remember what the guy's name was that did the voice of Nibbler, Frank Welker does the voice of Nibbler. Oh, uh, yeah. And he does the voice like all the, that's him. That's Frank Welker. I'm pretty sure he was a bunch of he's he's done voices of a bunch of dogs and cartoons. He can do like a that. flock of seagulls if you need him to do. That's right. Right. And then, uh, and then I love how Fry's like, oh my god, the planet's gonna complode, and he for some reason I've gone back and looked for this door in other episodes. Where the fuck is this door? Like it just appears out of nowhere. And he falls, and he almost crushes into the the crust, and then Bender saves him. And then they they strap, and they're like, "Oh no, we're out of fuel!" Oh, like, Bender, I told you to I told you to do it. And he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'll fill it up when we get back." Wait, I just do that. So she has to call Zap, which then the the crew realize Fry and Bender realize that she slept with him. Like I love how it takes him a second. They're like, "Oh." Oh, Why? <laughs> and I love how she calls him, but it's on a rotary phone, but it's video, but yet he doesn't have to talk on a rotary phone. Like, it's like, eh. What? Future. 
Wibbly wobbly. Tommy wimey stuff. Yeah. I love how she's like, Big Z, please. He's like, I love how he's like, Fine, Leela, but take away that thing. Put that thing out, though. Because Zap Bernigan's Law is like Zap Bernigan's Love. Hard and fast. I want to use that next time I pick up a girl. That's I want to use that. You know, the one thing I don't understand is why Leela doesn't just pretend she put Nebula. It's a big spaceship. It's not like they're going to find out until after they're all safe. Yeah, but I guess it just... Uh, that's what I thought, too, but I guess she didn't think about that. It's like in peril. You know what I mean? Like, it's like yeah. literally seconds before the planet... Kerplodes, according to Fry, and I love yeah, how yeah. I love how Nibbler poos the dark matter, and they find out that his species filled the entire Virgon Six with dark matter. <laughs> and then he Bender has to take puts a doggy bag over it and takes it and drags it to a furnace. Is that what it like? Yeah, kind of. It just thro- furnace. throws it in there, and it's immediately full. I'm like that. That one thing filled up, so now ne- they never have to fill up gas again. Think about it. Yeah. I just got to clean up Nebula's poops. Their, their own gas-pooping Dark animal. matter machine. Yeah. And so then I love how I love how they're they're flying back, and they're like, you can see Earth, but Leela has to go to sleep for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, and then uh, she's like, but I... She's like, but but finding love with an animal is more significant than finding love with a man. And I love how she's like, and she just rips it up and throws it away. <laughs> yeah. And then it cuts to uh, it cuts to Zap Brannigan, and he's like, and he's like, what star date is it? <sighs> April thirteenth. <13th. laughs> April thirteenth. <13. laughs> Point two. <laughs> uh, and then it just goes over this big long spiel, and she's like, what? So. I like this episode a lot more than I thought I was going to like. Like, because it's the introduction of Zap Brannigan. It's the introduction of Nibbler. Like, I like this episode a lot more than I thought I did. What about you? I uh, I kind of vaguely remember the episode from, like, the first couple times I watched it. And, you know, I've watched through the series so many times. But this one never stood out to me that much. But I absolutely I loved it. There's a lot of great moments in it. There's a lot of great jokes like I said, the whole list, you could sit there and just pause it and go through the list and you pay close. So many great puns on that. And I always love a good pun. Right? It's very yeah. punny, huh? Punny? Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alright, uh, so let's move on to things we want from the future! Do you want me to I, go first, or you? I mean, I, you go ahead. Democratic Order of Planets, I want that. Ah, uh, dupe. Yes. Dupe. I love it. I also want a hover bed that is controlled by an electrical socket. That's right. <laughs> and then I want those rings, man, because they're pretty hip. Yeah. Wait, like, does that guy think rings are cool? No, I think they're stupid. Cool. <laughs> uh, and then I want uh, velour bed sheets. Like, I want those, man. I mean, well, you can get those. You go to the right store. Oh. All right. I don't know if you want to go into that store. No, I really don't want to. And I want a velour suit. So every time I do something, I'm like, ooh, I like the way that feels. <laughs> like, would would Cinema Gems comes off and becomes famous, and obviously Welcome to the World Tomorrow will be a branch off of that. Everyone's going to wear velour suits just like Futurama, Democratic Order of Planets. That's right. Short skirts, everything. That's right. <laughs> 
you go, I'm gonna have mine on next week. You'll be able to see it because you know it's a podcast. But just pretend. Actually, don't do that to yourselves. <laughs> and then I also want the Dr. Seuss book, Zap Brannigan's Big Book of War. Yes. Like I want to read yeah. that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, what's your things from the future? Uh, I mean, clearly the Federal Sex Bureau. You know, you need that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, only, the only thing I really, absolutely need. I need something that poops fuel because, man, gas is expensive. And it's gotten cheaper, but it's still expensive. I need something that poops fuel. So you want it to poop gasoline or poop dark matter like nibbler? Either one. Whatever whatever will power my car, man. I want a car that runs on poop. Okay. All right. Now we have a special, special segment um, in between these two. Um, I'm going to let you take over this because you brought it to my attention of – one of our favorite voice actors from the show, uh, reading quotes for a presidential candidate. That's right. In Zap Brannigan's voice. And we thought, this happened a couple weeks ago, but we thought to kind of keep it until we got the introduction of Zap Brannigan in order to do this. So I'm going to let you tell the story behind this because you know this a little bit more than me. Right. So, of course, this all happened, you know, two weeks before we get to the Zap Brannigan uh, episode. But uh, Billy West, the voice actor of Fry, and, you know, the professor, Zoidberg, and, of course, Zach Brannigan, um, got a hold of some Donald Trump quotes, which Donald Trump running for president right now has said a lot of things that seem like they could have been said by Zach Brannigan. I believe there was actually articles online, you know, who said it, Zach Brannigan or Donald Trump. Well, Billy West caught wind of that and decided he was going to have some fun and read Donald Trump quotes as that Brannigan. If you do not follow Billy West on Twitter, come on, it's 2016, get with times. But you can go and look, and he has actually posted videos over a picture of Zach Brannigan and a kiff who's just frustrated in all the videos. Uh, and it's just a little image, but his voice as Zach Brannigan reading off things that Donald Trump has actually said on the campaign that sound like they really should have been Zach Brannigan quotes. Like, um, that to me, when you brought this to my attention... I laughed so hard, and I want to make the hashtag better. Make America Brannigan. Brannigan. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Like it, I, it is the funniest thing to just sit through there and read. And, and I really, like, I you know, I want to I show that to people. I just I want to share it with the entire world of people. <laughs> it's just so perfect. You know, why don't you talk a little bit more, and I'll play one for them. Go ahead and talk. I'll find one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he, he has tweeted all kinds of, I mean, just wonderful things. And when you think about it, the character of Zap Brannigan really, you know, it was supposed to be kind of a, a Shatner-Kirk mixing, uh, but but it really has become a bit of what Donald Trump's campaign has been um, in a lot of ways. But, uh, you know, it's it's incredible. Zap Brannigan's such a weird but fun character. He, you know... I found one. I found it. You ready? All right, yeah. If it would load, my internet's kind of slow. Sorry. When these people walk into the room, they don't say, Oh, hello, how's the weather? How are the Yankees doing? The Asians say, We want deal. Don't don't mind. (laughs) I had not heard that one yet, because that's more recent. I was doing camp on the side, too. Right? Like, oh my god, why? Oh, all right, I don't like to talk about that much about politics. 
on my podcast. But this was a very special segment because Billy West was reading it as Zap Brannigan, which was hysterical. Yes. And, and, and we will not take political sides in this campaign, but we will make fun of whoever. When, yes. it, when it pertains to Futurama. Yes. Now, also, the other thing is, if you guys... Zoidberg for president. Zoidberg for president, yes. Uh, I, uh, we, if you guys like this, we'll maybe play one quote a week. What do you think about that? Playing one quote randomly a week? That would be pretty funny. Definitely down for that. Um, also, so let's get into some fun facts. All right, so I'm going to go first. No, you know what? You're going to go first because I went first on what's going on to tomorrow. So go ahead. Oh, you, you don't have any? Oh. I could, couldn't really come up with anything this week. Wow, okay. I guess I'll just go ahead and shoot them all off, and then... Um, just what, like Brannigan. <laughs> did you catch the JFK-esque painting that he was done, like, in his pose? It's above oh. his bed. It's above his bed, like, in the, he's got the JFK pose, and it's painted. It's <laughs> Now, oh. Speaking of, I did notice the um, the columns in his bedroom <laughs> that <laughs> where he's holding up the ceiling. I love that. That was funny. Oh, what about um? Did you notice? Uh, I, oh, I was listening to the commentary like I do. Uh, Matt Groening goes fifty percent James Tiberius Kirk, fifty percent actual William Shatner is Zach Brannigan. That makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I love how uh, I've mentioned it before that um, even Matt Groening said that Kiff is a is a passive aggressive Mister Spock who doesn't really give a shit about his commanding officer. <laughs> Just so fed up with it, I love it. Yeah, and also, did you know that uh, Phil Hartman, um, the voice actor who was tragically killed by his wife, um, was originally for this role, uh, came into audition, got the part, but three weeks later was murdered by his wife. So Billy West got the part. But Billy West is not doing an impression of him. Billy West is doing what he did in the inter- what he did in the uh you know, in the interview, in the audition. He's not doing a Phil Hartman impression. That's incredible. I didn't know that. Yes. And I have another thing written down here, but Oh Love Nasium. Like <laughs> That's what I'll call a bedroom from now on. The Love Nasium. It's what goes right next to the sexateria. <laughs> I forgot about that. One. Is that right? Is that right down the street from the Federal Sex Bureau? Is it? Yeah, they're all one big block. Which is which is on which which the beach isn't that far from the rotting carcass of a whale. <laughs> right, right, and then next door, boring geography lesson. Yeah, boring geology lesson or whatever. Um, so guys, uh, you can catch us at lowrainpictures.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Holland Sci-Fi. Uh, you can also, our Gmail is down right now due to suspicious activities. Tesla, I'm looking at you, bro. Stop looking up doggy porn. We would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids and that dog. Hey, don't talk that way about him. He's beautiful. (laughs) Um, but the, it is due it is down due to suspicious activity. I'm on the phone with Gmail every day, talking to them and letting them know that it's a podcast email. And it's uh, those neutrals. It's it's exactly is that whoa oh a little tease for like future episodes. Yeah. Um, but you can email us through the page. We are both admins on uh, Welcome to the World Tomorrow. Like us on Facebook. We are on iTunes under What's On. Please rate us and review us in iTunes Store. iTunes Store if you like. 
if you like what we did today, please let us know. And also, if you want more Donald Trump quotes, let us know, because we would like to have that added for maybe a little bit longer, because the election's coming up soon, but whatever. Billy West, I will tweet this out to you. I will tweet you at uh, John DiMaggio. Um, everybody, really. Um, and oh, Phil, um, um, Phil, Phil, Phil Amar? Yeah, Phil Lamar. I couldn't think of yeah, it. Yeah. Phil Lamar. That, that guy Quentin Tarantino won't store. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, please wipe your hooves, guys, and see you later. Tesla? All right. He says bye, too. Anything else, Jim, before we head out? See you again next week. See you again next or week, guys. Two weeks. Yeah, but next week. But technically, it's a week for them because they have. No, it's two That's weeks true. for them. It will be wobbly timey-wimey. Uh, wipe your hooves. See you later, guys. Bye.